0: Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 332. Our reading for today is coming from Daniel chapter 5, 2 Peter chapter 2, Psalm chapter 119, verses 113 through 128, and Proverbs chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Let's read. Daniel chapter 5. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. Immediately the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace opposite the lampstand, and the king saw the hand as it wrote. Then the king's color changed, and his thoughts alarmed him. His limbs gave way, and his knees knocked together. The king called loudly to bring in the enchanters, the Chaldeans, and the astrologers. The king declared to the wise men of Babylon, Whoever reads this writing and shows me its interpretation shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing or make known to the king the interpretation. Then King Belshazzar was greatly alarmed, and his color changed, and his lords were perplexed. The queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banqueting hall, and the queen declared, O king, live forever! Let not your thoughts alarm you or your color change. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. In the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, made him chief of the magicians, enchanters, Chaldeans, and astrologers, because an excellent spirit, knowledge, and understanding to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then Daniel was brought in before the king. The king answered and said to Daniel, You are that Daniel Now if you can read the writing and make known to me its interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around your neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another. Nevertheless, I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. O king, the Most High God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father kingship and greatness and glory and majesty. And because of the greatness that he gave him, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, until he knew that the Most High God rules the kingdom of mankind and sets over it whom he will. And you his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, though you knew all this, but you have lifted up yourself against the Lord of heaven. And the vessels of his house have been brought in before you, and you and your lords, your wives, and your concubines have drunk wine from them. And you have praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do not see or hear or know, but the God in whose hand is your breath, and whose are all your ways you have not honored. Then from his presence the hand was sent, and this writing was inscribed, and this is the writing that was inscribed, Many, many, Tekel, and Parson. This is the interpretation of the matter. Many, God has numbered the days of your kingdom and brought it to an end. Tekel, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Perez, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then Belshazzar gave the command, and Daniel was clothed with purple. A chain of gold was put around his neck, and a proclamation was made about him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar the Chaldean king was killed, and Darius the Mede received the kingdom, being about sixty-two years old. Second Peter chapter 2 For if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to chains of gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness, with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the world of the ungodly, if by turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes he condemned them to extinction, making them an example of what is going to happen to the ungodly. And if he rescued righteous lot, greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw and heard. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials, and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment, and especially those who indulge in the lust of defiling passion and despise authority. Bold and willful, they do not tremble as they blaspheme the glorious ones, whereas angels, though greater in might and power, do not pronounce a blasphemous judgment against them before the Lord. But these, like irrational animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed, blaspheming about matters of which they are ignorant, will also be destroyed in their destruction, suffering wrong as the wage for their wrongdoing. They count it pleasure to revel in the daytime. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their deceptions while they feast with you. They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. They entice unsteady souls. They have hearts trained in greed. Accursed children. Forsaking the right way, they have gone astray. They have followed the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved gain from wrongdoing, but was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These are waterless springs and mist driven by a storm. For them the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved, for, speaking loud boasts of folly, They entice by sensual passions of the flesh those who are barely escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. For whatever overcomes a person, to that he is enslaved. For if, after they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the last state has become worse for them than the first. For it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. What the true proverb says has happened to them. The dog returns to its own vomit, and the sow, after washing herself, returns to wallow in the mire. Psalm 119, verses 113-128 I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word... Depart from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to your promise, that I may live, and let me not be put to shame in my hope. Hold me up, that I may be safe and have regard for your statutes continually. You spurn all who go astray from your statutes, for their cunning is in vain. All the wicked of the earth you discard like dross, therefore I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. I have done what is just and right, do not leave me to my oppressors. Give your servant a pledge of good, let not the insolent oppress me. My eyes long for your salvation and for the fulfillment of your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your steadfast love, and teach me your statutes. I am your servant, give me understanding, that I may know your testimonies. It is time for the Lord to act, for your law has been broken. Therefore, I love your commandments above gold, above fine gold. Therefore, I consider all your precepts to be right. I hate every false way. Proverbs 28, verses 19 and 20. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of poverty. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. For today's devotional, we're going to look at 2 Peter chapter 2. I really want to talk about these false teachers who were exploiting people for money because they were greedy, vultures. And of course, the Bible says that God had strong condemnation for them, and He still does today for a lot of false prophets and false teachers, but that's not what we're going to talk about. I want to look at 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 7 through 9. It says this, and if he rescued righteous Lot... Greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw and heard. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. Let's look at this now in the NLT. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. Now what I want to focus on here is how the Bible says that God was able to rescue Lot. And it says that Lot was a righteous man. It says he lived among them day after day, and he was, of course, in Sodom. And it says that this righteous man, Lot, was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. How many of you know that it can be difficult sometimes to live uprightly when you are seeing and hearing things every day that are wicked, that are lawless, completely against God's standards. And the Bible says that Lot was greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked. It can affect us as men and women of God who want to serve God, who want to live for God, when we're surrounded by so much wickedness and depravity. But in the same way, that God was able to rescue righteous Lot. In that same way, the Bible says that the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials. So if he was able to rescue righteous Lot, who chose to pitch his tents near Sodom, who saw and heard things every day that tormented his righteous soul, then God also knows how to rescue you and me, righteous men and women who love the lord who want to serve him who want to live uprightly who want to honor him with our lives even though we're in the midst of a culture that is against god and against his ways some of you might feel like you're in a trial right now i want to encourage you as we said yesterday don't think it's strange concerning the fiery trial which is to test you as though some strange thing is happening but rejoice that you're counted worthy to suffer for his name. I also want to tell you that if you are experiencing some trials, if you feel like in your mind, you're just being tormented and harassed, let's take some encouragement from this passage. If he rescued righteous Lot, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And I thank you that you know how to rescue the godly From trials. I thank you that in the same way you rescued righteous Lot, even though his righteous soul was tormented by the things that he saw and heard every day, you also can rescue us, your people, your sons and daughters, who are living among a depraved culture that does not want to serve you, that doesn't want to follow you. I pray that you strengthen us on the inside and give us fortitude as we live your word in this present culture. You said in your word, you'd never leave us nor forsake us. Draw us close by the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal your son to us. We ask all these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus, amen. Well, I hope that you enjoyed today's devotional. If you're getting something out of the Bible 365 podcast, make sure to share it with your family and with your friends. Please continue to pray for me. I'm praying for you. Have a great day, everyone. And I will see you tomorrow with day 333.